0: Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video, we have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs... Go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, they're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it.
1: It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up.
0: he bucked up. You killed it last night, though. That's what we are saying before our technical difficulties yeah, is you killed it last night at Benny. I'm so happy we got to meet then. Like, that was just a legendary night. Appreciate you, bro. You've Thanks. been on this tour with Benny and Conway.
1: That must be a crazy
0: feeling, like.
1: Oh, just, um, it all started with the Bodie James feature, but, um, yeah, it was, um, it's a great experience, man. Just, um, Being around the people that I listen to and appreciate their grind and appreciate their music, it's good to be around that and have them acknowledge you and bring them as support and, you know, direct support under them, you know? Yeah. And it's a good feeling, man.
0: How long have you been rapping? Because you were saying that you were doing what you said, you and Danny Brown were the first ones to rap over dubstep beats. Like you've been doing it a long time.
1: Yeah, bro. Um. Like, as a kid, fucking around, writing little bullshit here and there. In high school, I used to make fucking uh, beats on FL Studio. We were loose back then. But nothing ever serious. And then um, after baseball stopped, um, I was like, yo, fuck it. Let me just go to my second love, which is music. You were a baseball player? Yeah, yeah. Heavy? First, first base, yeah. Heavy. How long? Like, um, how long? whole life, bro. I'm Dominican, so that shit is in my blood, bro. Yeah? Yeah,
0: for sure. Did you think that was, like... What you were gonna do?
1: Yeah, um, Yankees was that was like my everything, bro. That was Plan A to play you for the Yankees? Yankees. Yeah, bro. Like just a kid from the Bronx and just you know just trying to trying to do it, bro. Trying to do that shit for real and you know um, you take
0: it seriously.
1: Yeah, I used to take that shit od serious, bro. You remember them? Uh, remember the fighting necklaces? The energy? Fucking yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Like on the field, thinking that shit was going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was still nice, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you're a kid, you believe sh- shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, how old were you, were you when you stopped playing? Uh, probably like 21. Oh, shit. So you were playing late. Yeah. Like yeah, college and, minor shit. League and shit. Oh, like you that. played minor league? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. For who? Yeah, Shasta, um, You know, Ricky Weeks? Mm-hmm. Him yeah. and his brother, Jamal Weeks, hit uh, their pops. He has like a collegiate team, yeah, and his minor league balls like farm ball, single A. Oh
0: shit, in that's cool. so that's you why. were like doing it serious, yeah, serious.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah shouts to Ricky Weeks, man.
0: You ever think rap like during all that time where you like, if this doesn't work out, I want to be a rapper?
1: No, I, nah, I wasn't thinking that. I was just like in high school. I used to sell the mixtapes to the homies. I used to print out the cover for the front and back on the jewel case, burn it on the CD. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I always been like on the new music and shit like that, but um. Yeah, after baseball, I was just like, "Fuck it, let me go back to New York." What um, made you stop? Um, it got stagnant, bro. Um, with shit like that, it's, it's it's a political when it comes to shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have the bread to afford certain shit, like, it's hard, bro. Yeah. It's not not every team, not every coach is gonna pay for your hotel, pay for your travel shit. Like, so I was doing the minor league shit. I was going to school and I was working. I was like, damn, I'm grinding this hard and it's still staying the same. You know, it's staying stagnant. Yeah. Now nah, I'm gonna go back home. And I came back over here and I signed up to um, Institute of Audio Research. That's how I met Wasteman. OK, I hear my mm-hmm. engineer. Um, that's how we met. And then there's been music, ever, music and fashion ever since. Before that, I was doing my clothing around.
0: So clothing you were doing yes. longer. OK, yeah. Because you have a killer. I love all your designs. Yeah, Shout out for... to Squad, Death Face. Shout out like, to Squad.
1: I love doing that, bro, because the art matches the art. You know what I'm saying? Like, he killed the curation for this shit. Like, we were just chopping it up back and forth about the concepts. Like, this shit is crazy, bro. Like, so the, the first Puerto Rican flag is inspired by the Dominican Republic flag. I'm half and half. So I was doing my research about that shit and um, just just looking up shit like that. And it just goes back to just like, like liberation and freedom from the Spaniards and shit that yeah. in Puerto Rico, they had to do. And um, Dr. Uh, Betances got exiled in DR. So that's why they did the DR flag. So um, squat putting the flag on on my back, basically. Um, it's like me repping for my heritage and my culture, and the album is called Patria, which means heritage in in, uh, in Spanish. It means heritage. Oh, what? When's that coming out? It dropped um, October eighth on my grandmother's birthday. Her name is Patria,
0: so it's named so, after bro, her. Oh, that's the like, back and a dedication. It, like
1: it's about my heritage, my family, and also my grandmother's name, my great grandmother's name. She just oh, turned wow. ninety-five.
0: Ninety-five. Yeah. Congrats for her. <laughs> wow, that's awesome that you could dedicate it to her yeah, as a b- it's just squat like It means it's... heritage
1: and her name as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's
0: deep. It's deep. And then I gotta say, we were talking yesterday that the head tattoo, which stands so prominent in the piece, I've only see, seen you in long sleeves, so I just assumed you had sleeves. Like I thought, the, first joint. the head was the first yeah. joint. What made you get the tattoo? um it's not many head, head like first tattoos
1: on the head yeah, you think crazy, would work yeah, but that crazy. shit's fly um so in 2020 well the covid shit rest in peace my pops he passed away from it um rest in peace and yeah shouts to uh, rest in peace joe frank um and i did a whole album for him we're about to drop it again on um streaming platforms on christmas I'm going to drop like three albums that got deleted by DistroKid. It's like a gift to everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's crazy because Joe Frank was probably one of the biggest ones I have as far as feature-wise, like Bodie James on there. So I said, homie Nico is, Mickey Fax. Um, obviously, I did the Buster Rhymes and the other show and MC Search on the new one. But yeah. like at the time, that was a big one. And when it got deleted, I'm like, damn. What happened with it? Bro, I think once I once I did the distribution deal with Sony, distro kid was just on some like thinking I was trying to double dip and streaming or but it's weird because distro kid don't they don't own my masters or anything so yeah. I can do whoever. I can upload my shit through whoever you know?
0: damn that shit does suck Yeah, they like, can just the get industry, rid of that weird, shit like for that real streaming shit. so you didn't like you were just baseball and then you stopped and then how long after moving back did you start rapping
1: ASAP
0: like, ASAP,
1: ASAP. not gonna front like when I would smoke with the homies on the baseball team or whatever, I would freestyle bullshit like that. And then um, me and my cousin, Charlie Chan, we were chilling at his homie Dez's crib. And I did a freestyle just on some high drunk shit. And he was like, yo, that shit is fire, bro. You should start writing. And I was like, "My right, fuck it. Then I started writing and he would be like, yo, that shit is trash. I am right, trash. I write some crazy shit. Oh, it's trash. So he built me up to get better and then... From there, shit just took off. Me and Wasteman met at IAR, Institute of Audio Research, and yeah. started Shinobi Records, and shit been on and popping from them, bro, like, all in-house. All the homies you see that, that were in the studio before, like, those are people I've been cooking with from the beginning. That's but We crazy. just stayed all in-house. And then
0: you ha- you moved all around, but you're coming back to the city. Yeah. And you've stuck with it.
1: Yeah. Like, you- do you ever think, like, rap would be the thing? Nah, bro, like... Even like the Buster Rhymes MC search shit, like just being a kid. Listening yeah, how to did that and...
0: come together? That's insane. Yo,
1: universe, bro. Buster Rhymes posted some shit on his Instagram saying, oh, you know, anybody that knows dope artists, dope producers, whatever, tag them below. And a few of the homies tagged me on there. He went on my page and he commented the fire emojis on like two or three videos. And I was chilling with wifey and I'm like, yo, my, look at this real quick. I was like is this real? Cuz I was bugging. I'm like, nah, Buster, you know, like... In, in, you know they have fake accounts on IG and yeah, Twitter yeah. and shit like that. So I checked, I saw the blue check and I was like, "Oh, nah, this is really him." And I wrote him in the comments. I'm like, "Yo, thank you for like solidifying the legacy. Like, we got to chop it up." And we just <laughs> spoke through the DMs back and forth like eventually we're going to get to making songs together. Yeah. But he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna bless you with this drop." He was like, just let me know the album name and I'm going to just I'm going to kill that shit. And he blessed me with that shit. That's bro. fuck it. Surge, same way with search, bro. He just sent me that shit like just out of love, bro. That's the OT The Real. Um, Shout out to OT. That's that's, uh, that's uh, another artist that search um is pushing. Yeah. Besides me as well. Well, bro.
0: you introduced me to him at the Benny show yesterday, like not for nothing, that lineup that you were a part. That's like a historic lineup.
1: That's bro. That's history last night. Oh, it was know? crazy. Like, it just, it made me feel good. Like, how the Conway one made me feel good. Like, being on there with 2 Chains, J.I.D., 38 Special, you know, Conway and all them, and, and you know, Ricky, Rick Hart and yeah. all that. Like, you know, these are people that I fuck with musically. And the fact that, you know, I have relationships with them personally and, and, and do shows with them, it's a good feeling, bro. You know what I'm saying? It solidifies everything that I've been doing, like. This sound has finally come back around. Like, I've been doing this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, it's a good a breath of fresh air that the real MCN is coming back, bro.
0: For real. It's like, a great Yeah. You said about. that last night. It was dope that the audience fucking, like, because yeah. it's real. The real shit's back. It's back, bro. Was the Conway show your first, like, big show? show? With them? Yeah. With them, yeah. With was Rizal that your first, day? like, big, big show that you nah, had ever nah, done? I've
1: done, um, like me and the homies um in Florida we did shows with, like triple x okay we've done shows with um i've done shows with chris rivers of, you okay know, yeah City, yeah um you know shit like that but um it was the but that's not i mean i guess triple but that your style's more like yeah my style is more like hip hop shit like as far as um like core fan base and everyone really there for just strictly ours that was the biggest show for sure. Yeah, for sure. And because so, I've done festivals and shit like that, that is like right. a mix of all different type of fans, you know. But yeah, that was the biggest as far as like core hip hop shit.
0: That is, and you did the
1: Conway. How many dates did you do with Conway? Uh, I did one. I was supposed to what? go to Rochester one, and then remember it got canceled. They oh, yeah, yeah. They pushed it, they pushed it to back like, like like a week or so. Yeah, two weeks or some shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to Jake. He was like, "Yo, fuck it, we doing New Haven. If you want to hop on, shout out to, shout out to Jake. Shout out to Jake. Yeah, that's the you, homie." for real you uh Just so to you benny too, man like he was like one of the first ones we really had a relationship like through dm It's crazy benny showing love after you left like not for not benny
0: shouted me out on stage like Whoa. fucking like literally stopped the show to point me out yeah. shout me out had the whole audience <sighs> yell which was like uh, I don't know. Like, that was a pretty cool feeling. I'd I had never experienced that before. like,
1: 15, 20 minutes before it was done. I was just... None of that shit would what have happened, happened like, without you, though. Bro. For real. I got you, bro. Like, for real. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, with me, I set it on stage, bro. I don't burn bridges. I build them. Like, if I could just extend the hand and put you in with other people that I know, like, I'm not like that. A lot of motherfuckers like to keep their resources tucked and don't like to help. The next man, you know, what I'm yeah. like that shit is whack, bro. A lot of people say the game is to be sold, not to be told. Like, I believe the opposite. Why am I going to charge someone to give them knowledge to make them a greater person? There's no like. There's no.
0: Pie that there's only a certain amount of slices from <laughs> like we can all eat. And that's why I want to do this podcast. And that's why I like. I I never want to charge for this podcast. Like I never want to charge people to watch this because like straight up knowledge, like the knowledge that if you get listening to like this episode, or if you go back and you listen to Crime Apple or Nimlo, like the knowledge that you can learn just from conversation is so much better. And I don't get why people are gatekeepers with knowledge. Like if you're ready to accept it, you will.
1: And some people won't. You know what that it is, love. when some people are one-dimensional or one trick ponies or they don't have the confidence in their position, they feel like if they give if they extend their hand to you, that you're gonna steal their fan base. Or that you're gonna steal their spotlight, or you're gonna end up being bigger than them and be that shit happens all the time, bro. For real. That shit happens all the time, bro. It happens with me in music. Like I I reach out for features, I do features with people or I do shows with people. I put people on my album or I, I'm on their album and they don't post me. Yeah. They'll put it on their story or whatever, but it's not like that shit leaves in 24 hours, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it is what it is. But um, that's why like the real shit will always prevail, bro. I'm going to keep pushing no matter what. Like shout out squat. Like squat shout out. Kip. Legend.
0: Did I tell you last night the story how I met Kip? Nah. Crazy story. I was looking for his mural in Worcester, which is like 30 minutes away from where I live in Massachusetts. And I was like on the phone with my dad. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to find it. I'm going to leave whatever. As I'm walking away, he sees that I have a Griselda hoodie on just randomly walks up. He goes, nice Griselda hoodie. And I go, dude, I've been looking for you for the past like hour and a half, two hours of Worcester. I'm like, I'll call you back. Hang up. He shows me the mural. Like, We've been boys ever since. Kip is official, bro. I fuck with him. He's one of those people where it's like the energy's good. And I just want to help everyone. Like yes. he's one of those what networking, just creating a branch of cool people to know mm-hmm.
1: you know? That's, bro, like being in this shit for so long, like I could tell people that genuinely fuck with the movement and culture and really embedded in, or who just like it's just a nitpicking at it for they could get inspiration for their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, Kip, Squad, like, there's a lot of people I know that are really students of this shit that really study it. You know what I'm saying? Like, pieces that Squad and Kip do or the people that you interview are people that are official in this game. It don't matter about followers, check marks, and none of that. People who are really pushing for this art shit, bro. Well, you care about that.
0: Like, I saw you, like, in the performance, like I've listened to your music and I fuck with your music heavy, but then seeing you perform live, it just gave me like not a newfound respect, but I was like, oh shit, this is something else. Because at least for me, like performance is such a big part of it. Like, I'm a stand-up comedian. Performance is literally everything for me. Like, that's literally all I have. So I respect, I look at like Rappers is like comedians, like, oh, how's your stage presence? Like,
1: Facts, I want to see your stage presence. Thanks, bro. Like a lot of but that's the difference between a rapper and an MC, bro. I say it all the time. Like when it comes down to um on the spot improvising shit. You saw how it was at the show. Yeah. The DJ didn't have my last song queued up. <sighs> he said it was deleted somehow. So I said, I right, bet a cappella killed a acapella. Fuck it. Acapella. A little freestyle real quick. You have to adapt to the situation. You have to, bro. And and like you just got to think on the spot. Like, what do the people want? Do you have shit tucked away? Or can you just come up with shit on the spot? Like that track, that French Terry track. I've never even recorded that track yet. Like, I just finished writing that shit. So I was like, fuck it. Let me do it for New Haven. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So That's a good feeling, I bet. Like yeah, I, I kind of, like, test out my songs with the crowd and the people before I release them type shit.
0: Yeah, oh, it's like, I don't know, there's shows where shit can go wrong and the arti- artist, like, turns on the audience or turns. Yeah. On, it's like, that makes everyone uncomfortable. Like, right. even how, no matter how mad you are, you're still the performer and you have to just be able to you give them a you show. You got to be zen. You really do. You have to be like, no matter what, I'll... Just fucking deal with it, it's you facts, know, bro. like, fact, bro. and you did that shit. Cause like you, other people could have folded under pressure and you already had a great set and then finished it out strong too. For real. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Did you, so you started off like freestyling on the baseball field. So like that was like your <laughs> first thing you weren't like scared writing in the yeah, fucking yeah, like yeah. your room and wrapping it to yourself. Yeah, like bro. you were freestyling all that
1: shit. Yeah, bro. Like, um, and it's crazy because growing up, I always been like a to myself, quiet, shy type shit. But um, baseball and music definitely helped me become more outgoing and and uh, and weed helped me a lot with my anxiety. How old are you when you smoke for the first time? I would say like eighth grade going into high school type shit. Oh, shit. Really? Like and I was younger than everybody else in my class. um. So I would think probably like 13. Damn. 13, 14 type shit before. It you was keep before going. Before Cushion Orange Juice dropped. Because <laughs> once that dropped, everybody accepted me yeah. somehow. That's Before his... that, people in school used to look at me like, do you smoke marijuana? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You're bugging right now. And you smoke yeah, heavy? You were smoking heavy at 13? Yeah, I was I was, I was. was moving rags. I was smoking rags, smoking Zona. Like, that was Damn. a bad time. And I, not bad time as far as making bread, but a bad time as far as the quality of shit back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, back then, we didn't have the shit we got now. You know what
0: I'm saying? So you get ad- adapting to the situation. like yeah, bro, I,
1: bro. If if I could sell CDs, sell Bud, but any of that shit when I was younger. Clothing. I've like, always been a clothing. i always been a hustler, bro. Like, i always been about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, multiple incomes.
0: Yeah, for re- that's the thing we were just talking about that like Crime talking Apple five, has fucking beer, has fucking a pizza coming out like on some real shit. It's like artists drop our new strain soon. <sighs> we're
1: about to get the first sample turkey bag.
0: Damn, bro, for real, the shit you were showing the shit was insane, <laughs> insane. Anybody listen to this? If you can get your hands
1: when it drops. I'm telling you, it's not just it's not just a name behind it, bro. We bring in that quality shit. Like Yeah. Oregon and Maine. Shouts to those states. They're definitely they're definitely looking out for me. Bro.
0: I didn't start smoking till I was late, like 18. For real. And then I went heavy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was always on um, I had
0: I saw like there was I had bad situations with weed around me younger. That just turned to be like I was like eh, and then when I finally tried it, I was like oh that shit was all just bunk, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah with me, um, in the beginning when I first started smoking, it was weird for me to be high and do the baseball shit. And then mm-hmm. when I started to get my tolerance up, and it started to help me with like fatigue or soreness, working out and shit like that, um, I was able to like control it, and it would actually just work on my anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it would help me. It would help me, like, um, second-guessing myself behind the plate. Like, yo, is he about to throw a strike or a ball? It's crazy, bro. Like, weed has different effects on different people, you know what I'm
0: saying? Totally. Like, some people see how I smoke before I go up on stage. They're like, how do you remember your jokes? How are you? It's like, I'm such an anxious person that I need the weed to slow me down when I'm on stage so I can, like not speed up yeah, but that's not how ever, it affects everyone you know you ever fuck with hallucinogens or anything
1: never bro i've moved it i've seen people on it i not yet bro why you want me to do shrooms yeah i might I, I feel like that would it, be a good move. You. Don't... I feel like shrooms first and then LSD. I feel like I yeah. need to go in that. I don't like acid that yeah? much. Yeah. Oh nah, so I can't do it. Sam, I don't... only had a if Sam. <laughs> don't vouch for it.
0: I'm not with. I him. had a bad experience though, and everyone who loves acid is like, "Of course you had a bad experience." I took it with my two friends. It's all about the environment. You know, yeah, right? a kid yeah. tried to rob me right when I was peeking. I like in an alley, a kid nah. tried to rob me. And then I was fuck tripping that. balls on acid for the first time. I had like seven more hours of the trip left. <laughs> Fucking that's how it started. Fuck like, that. yeah. Except
1: around me, bro. You would never get robbed around me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this was bad, bro. This was yeah, like Cape Cod. I, I was you, young. Bro. That shit that. was.
0: I didn't get robbed. I got away. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that shit was like. Yeah, but
1: even like scheming motherfuckers, bro.
0: That shit is wild. Yeah. It was just wrong place, wrong yeah, time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like the hallucinogens and weed. I never did anything else, though. Yeah. Well, you were baseball, so you kind of had... Either, like, smoking's a little... Were baseball players
1: smoking? Yo, Is that crazy, like crazy, bro. Like, a few of us used to smoke, but a lot of cats on the team, they used to be on that dip and shit.
0: They'd I put, yeah. like,
1: a big-ass pouch of tobacco in their lip. Mm-mm. Bro, a few of my homies... Shouts to Scott, you wild motherfucker. At 18... <laughs> He had a fucking hole in his gum, bro, from always putting the tobacco on his lip type shit.
0: Jesus. Nah. I went to a man. school with people who had that and I was
1: like, that's never. Or the chewing tobacco. Yeah. Like, you're bugging, bro. You're I'm three young, bro.
0: years clean of tobacco and nicotine. I'm just speaking with Khalifa. Like I yeah. just smoke paper. That's kind of like. Good, bro, it's better for you. Because I, I was like a pretty unhealthy kid growing up. Like I played sports, but I wasn't that healthy. And then when I started smoking weed, that helped me like learn how to run. Yeah. So I love getting high and you, going you for know a how to run. Your heart rate and shit, yeah. And help. riding my bike. And
1: I'm you don't think of my bike shit, bro. Coming back to the city, I'm going to give me a bike, bro. It's funny. You might shit. catch me in the bike lane, bro. <laughs> you and me, bro. Yeah, People are going to be out. honking. They're like, yeah, I'm going to put a little speaker <laughs> on the front. We're going to have our Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, that shit line, shit's great. Hell yeah, bro. I'm trying, to... I'm trying to get back on my shit, bro. If I'm coming back to the city, like, I'm trying to really do it for real. Like, Obviously, I'm going to have my whip out here, but let's get it. I bro. guess I'll, I'll announce this on too. this
0: podcast. Yeah. Special bucked up announcement on uh, 420. There's going to be a bucked up 5K. Where people, oh, we all shit. get baked and then we, it's just a simple. Oh, listen, shit. I could make it a half marathon on you motherfuckers. I could, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, just oh, a yeah, 5k bro. where everyone smokes beforehand. We run 5k, smoke oh, afterward shit. to show that you can be a stoner and be healthy. For real. Oh, yeah, bro.
1: That's <laughs> fire, bro. I fuck
0: with that. So you yeah. were doing clothes and shit before. I had no idea that you were doing that like early, early. Yeah, bro. Probably like Cause you were showing me your custom Yeezys that you were doing. Everyone I might, I might listening, dye these purple. If you want to see cool custom Yeezys, this dude has them. Appreciate
1: you, bro. I d- I've done Yeezys. I did Uptowns,
0: which is Air Force Ones. So. Yeah.
1: Um, I did like one or two Jordans for a few homies. I just, I just love art, bro. And I've been on this shit for the past five or six years. Like every third, when I'm in the zone, every 30 minutes, something different creatively. I'll do a beat for 30 minutes, write for 30 minutes, engineer for 30 minutes, go dye a pair of fucking Yeezys, go dye a shirt, go bleach some shit, like, something, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to keep my shit fresh, bro. Yeah, Always fresh. Because sometimes you get drowned out in the beat. You get drowned out in the verse. Like, just keeping it fresh always, bro.
0: Do you feel like, though, when, like, one thing starts taking off, it's hard to handle all of it? Yeah,
1: like. Since the beginning, I wore many hats, bro. Like, as far as booking, as far as a lot of shit, I've been doing a lot of shit Dolo. That's what. Like, obviously, you know, I got my team and shit as far yeah, as like engineering. Of and course. We have our own in house production team, but as far as like, like the marketing and the booking and the, you know, that aspect, I've been doing a Dolo. Now I got my manager. Now we about to, you know, get Which shit Which is rocking. great that you got the team, but. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Is people probably see
0: an Instagram post and they're like, "Oh man, he got it easy. He got to fucking." Yeah, you don't like understand. It was
1: overnight for him, type shit. Like
0: you don't. Nah, same for, for you. Like they, yeah. The, you just for wh- whoever, like you don't understand how many hours it goes into it, and like what are the, it takes fuck. ten years to be an overnight success. Like oh, that's a. Fuck and bro. not even a success, but like. Just to get to that next... You have to eat shit yeah. so
1: much just to get, like, a little bro, bit I've of the. I've been finessed and bamboozled for years, bro. Like, I had to learn my shit the hard way, you know what I'm saying? But, but you stuck with it. Yeah, I stuck with it, bro. Especially what made you stick sound. with
0: rap because it wasn't, like, a thing you thought you were going to do when you were younger?
1: Um, Just the core sound. Like, when we started Shinobi Records, it was... The raw boom bap, you know what I'm saying? The raw shit, the shit that we grew up on, the nineties shit. I don't want to really put it into a category, but just like the the soulful samples, the the grimy loop, shit like that. That's that's where I started at back in like 2013, 2014. And um right after that I started doing the grime shit, the dubstep shit, like you said with the shouts to Danny Brown. We were the first MC rappers was doing the grime dubstep shit like the 140 bpm shit just the waste man max mischief joe nice biome compa like OGs in this shit fucking mala like xxx tentacion his biggest song is sampling mala so yeah it's like um yeah bro just i've done metal i've done rock i've done a bunch of different shit and it's just like doing all different type of genres my first love will always be that raw grimy sound. So I always keep that there. You had Even to find if- your
0: way back to it yeah. almost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, t- trying different genres. Like I definitely excelled in those. But um, I just, you always come back to the love, you know what I'm saying? Like to the essence, you know?
0: What started you on this push now that you're on now that you got like a team that you're building, you're coming to the city, like you're really pushing, like, yeah, bro. Um,
1: Meraki Gallery, bro. Like, it's right here, bro. MG, you know what I'm saying? Like over the years, relying too much on streaming platforms, relying too much on other people. I was like, yo, let me start my own platform, my own website where I can not only drop my albums and my clothing, my art pieces, but other people as well that I fuck with musically art wise. We got poets on the team, like. We got a whole gallery of different people that just bring that dope shit, bro. And like I keep like like I was saying to the homies the other day, it's bigger than me. Like if I got to be the spearhead of it, fuck it, I got to do what I got to do. But it. It's bigger than me. It's for all of us to eat, bro. Like, yeah. you know, how I know how I am, bro. Like I'm genuine with shit. So it's bigger than me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it's for all of us to eat. Too many people, um, they want to be the boss until they realize they're the last one that eats. But at the same time, if you're the only one shining and everyone else looks broke and everyone else is not where they're supposed to be, then you look like a sucker. If yeah. You're not giving the people around you the resources to eat.
0: That's what I don't care about. Nothing as long as like, I can do what I want to do. Yeah. And my team is happy. Like, it's tough, though, in the beginning, yeah. finding that I think people get discouraged because they're on their own. Path, and then they're like, they you, they think, oh, people just automatically fuck with your stuff. Like, oh, automatically, you just have a built in team of people who are going to follow your dream. It's like, that's not how it works. Like, you have to prove it to yourself first and then others, and that's when they join. Like, yeah,
1: that's that, uh, that's that rapper entitlement shot. Tell people, like, yo, bro, just because you're a rapper, people don't owe you nothing. Like, you got to put that work in. Gotta put that work in and not only be authentic to what you're saying, but be original to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is, man. That's what's going to separate you from everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's already a West Side, there's already a Benny, there's already a Conway, there's already a Makami, there's already that. Yeah. So, when people try to do, you know, their ad libs or their exact words, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do your own shit. Everybody got their own story. Just do your own story. Yeah. Do your own ad lib. You can say anything.
0: Anything. You can yeah. say
1: anything. You know what I'm saying? like. Yeah. So it's just stick, sticking true to who you are. You will always prevail, man. That's that's what I've done my whole fucking life, bro. Were you always the OG ninja? Since, like, 2003, bro. Shit. My cousin, shouts to Ricky Fry Rice. He started New York City Ninjas with all his homies from high school and shit. And I was like... Seven, eight years old, chilling with them. They were all smoking. Obviously, I was too young, so they didn't pass it to me or whatever. Yeah. So, But just being around them, it was ironic. They used to call me the OG, the OG, the OG ninja, because I was the youngest one. Yeah. So ever since then, it just stuck. And then when I started making music, I was like, Yo, let me just call myself this since I fuck with the Japanese shit. I was like, yo, fucking. And that was start. before it That was way back before I even was making music and even thought of that shit. It was yeah. just like, you know,
0: when you go back to that moment, like chilling, sitting there smoking and then you go to like yourself on stage, like at Toad's Place. Yeah. Is that something that you see? Like, is that something that in your mind you're like, no, that that kind of does make sense? Or do you feel like you're on a completely different life path?
1: Um, It's wild, bro, because back in like 2011, 2012, my boy Vic used to work at Yale. He was doing security and shit. So we used to always be around there. So we used to always smoke around there in the whip. We used to go to Insomnia Cookies yeah. right around the corner from Toad's Place. So it was just crazy to be there yesterday. Like, it was just full circle. Like, yo, I used to just be chilling with the homies here, not even on some music shit. And now I'm performing in the same neighborhood we used to chill at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it, it, it's dope, bro. But, um, but every, did you. Every year, I feel like it's just a different elevation. Like, once I stopped eating meat, it was just different for me. Once I stopped. Oh, you're, you're a vegan or vegetarian? Yeah. yeah. I did the vegan shit for a while. I fuck with cheese, bro. Okay. But eventually, I'm a be full vegan. But you're vegetarian, vegetarian. right? Yeah. Yeah. What heavy. made you stop? Um, just my body spoke to me, bro. Um, I was eating meat, obviously my whole life. I'm Latino, so pork and chicken is heavy. Um, steak is heavy. Skirt steak, you know the cheap yeah. the cheap shit is heavy, you know. But um, I stopped eating pork in 2015. And then after that, I was doing straight poultry. And obviously, you know, I moved, I, I ended up moving down south for shit. Yeah. So I was eating Publix chicken and I was chilling with the fam and it was a big ass piece of Publix chicken. I was like, oh, I'm going I'm to grab that one. So I bit into that shit and I could taste the hormones and the steroids and all that shit. And I looked at it, you could see like little black marks and shit. And I was like, nah, never again. I'm done eating meat, bro. Damn. And I went pescatarian. I was doing that for a minute and then for the past probably like year and a half, two years, I've just been like vegetarian vegan.
0: What made you cut out pork in the first place? It's bad for you,
1: bro. I started doing my research and my body spoke to me. Every time I ate pork, my stomach was like, mm. what the fuck are you doing, bro? You know? Yeah. So that's, Damn, that's, that's I had I no idea about that
0: shit. That's, yeah, that's why Do you have like like uh you are a baseball player, but do you you worry like the healthy, you know,
1: health is wealth, like taking care of your mind and your body type shit? Bro, that's my motto, bro. Health is wealth. I always tell people that shit, bro. Um but as a kid in high school and college, you like like fuck it, I can eat this McDonald's, I can eat this Burger King, I can eat this because it's fast. I'm acting cheap, yeah. I'm, it's fast, cheap. You know, I'm struggling at the time, I'm a kid with fucking fifty dollars to my name, whatever. And you like, fuck it. I'm going to practice later. I'm doing my game later, so I'm going I'm to work it out anyway. Yeah. And obviously your metabolism is fast as you're younger and shit. And just being younger, doing my research, and just trying to live a different life, bro. Like, before, obviously, the anxiety and shit was a lot. Um, the anger shit was a lot. And I feel like music, weed, and just doing my vegan, vegetarian shit has helped me a lot just live a different lifestyle have a different diet on life like your diet is not only what you eat is what you consume on social media it's what you consume on the tv
0: fucking attention is the universal currency like i don't want to give my attention to stuff that doesn't deserve it like i want my life to be the life like things i want like the people around good forward moving i don't need the negativity and all that shit it's sad letting people go Yes, bro. It's sad letting go of the negative, like... Yeah. But you got to do it sometimes. I've been dealing with it. A lot I've of people came
1: and went, bro. A lot of people have fell off. A lot of people have said they were loyal did this. Even family members, bro. But sometimes shit happens and you just got to cut that dead weight out, bro. Especially if it's negative.
0: It's the marathon. It's the law. Lo- it's it's what can you do...
1: Like not 10 years from now, not two days from now. I don't want to be in these Zoom meetings with Sony or whatever and motherfuckers arguing in the next room on some drunk, crazy shit and then ruin my meeting. And then ah, we don't want to fuck with you anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's a different level now. It's more than just chilling on the block with the homies. It's like, nah, bro, we trying to build a legacy. We're trying to make the kids eat off this shit. Exactly.
0: Yeah. As you said, have everyone around you fucking be. That must, that must be a good feeling though. Like getting the look from like, like something like Sony, like getting something tangible where it's like your hard work is paying off. Yes, Yes, bro. It's amazing.
1: How long ago did that? So how did, did they reach out to you or were you reaching out to them? Um, They've been trying to get me a distribution deal for the past like two years. But I wanted to um know the business more. Yeah. Um, obviously work with bigger people so that way I have a better catalog and shit. I wanted to solidify my shit instead of just going into it naive. You have to and prove then, it to yourself before yeah, I don't yeah. want to go into a naive and then they take advantage and then oh my masters and all this crazy shit. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, at that time I didn't know. So I wanted to build my shit up, make my catalog better, learn more of the business mindset. And then I was like, "Yo, let's get it rocking." We did it in January, and we did our first single on Valentine's Day, Rearview.
0: Damn! And what do you, sleepin'. What do you have coming? Like, do you have projects?
1: Um, We're in a studio right now. Yeah, You're, yeah, to, yeah. Shouts, we in BK right now. Um, so we did Rearview as our first single. It was like the tester with Sony. Yeah. Then we did 1992 with Busta Rhymes on the intro and Surge great
0: project. And appreciate For you, Yeah, when you sent that to me,
1: I listened to it right Kinda away. Appreciate you, great. bro. Yeah, bro. I produced a lot of that shit too, bro.
0: Talented ass producer Thank you, too. Bro.
1: Thank you, bro. Um, it's been a long time coming, bro. Just finding my sound and just being able to convey it through these instruments and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's been a long time coming. Um, and I've been executive producing a lot of my projects at the beginning, but um yeah, bro, just um grinding, man. Grinding, bro, always putting the art first, bro. You just That's had just the album drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got the 1992 through Sony, and then Patria's is dropping. I haven't announced it yet, but right here I'm bucked up. Um is dropping 1111 on all streaming platforms through Sony. Oh, that's so. so cool. squad. Dead face for curating the fucking Killing masterpiece. Me. Having an art piece from Squat who did like, bro, it's just everything fell into place on this one, bro. For it's sure. a lot. People
0: are gonna be like, oh shit, but it's like. It's a long time coming. It's the yeah. grind that you've been doing. Absolutely.
1: My, my great grandmother's on the project. She's basically curating it as well. Like her voice is all over that Oh, no, Really? She's like storytelling and shit, talking about my pops, rest in peace, talking about her life peace. and shit, you know, her, her struggle coming to America with her daughters and shit like.
0: It's wow deep.
1: it's deep bro. The this you, shit matches everything on the album
0: bro. that's awesome that you can do it together and that's just something that you will have forever yeah, just bro. as a piece so you came to her and then did you
1: just tell her what did you tell her to get it's crazy bro like for years um especially in the studio when we're doing riffs and jam sessions i always just press record on my phone and it always works out because later on we sample that shit or make it a track or whatever, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But um, when my pops passed away, I just started having deep conversations with my mother and my grandmother, and I was like, "Fuck okay, it, bro, let me record these shits. And then it helped me with the Joe Frank project. It helped me with Familia project and now Patria project. And it's just real conversations instead of just like giving them my phone. Like, yo, say this in my notes. It's more of a candid conversation. They're speaking from the heart instead of like on some acting shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not acting, but yeah. scripted. You know? What no, saying? totally.
0: So, it's real it's from
1: the heart. It's real. My grandmother cried on on one of the songs. Like, bro, is that emotional
0: crazy. going back and like pick choosing that to put? I
1: bet that is like an emotional album to put together. Yeah, bro. Like the intro of patria is my great grandmother talking about like COVID happening and then like the shit happening to my pops and then my grandmother. So it's just like, it means a lot, bro. Cause she raised me, you know, her and my mother raised me. So me and my pops got cool after 18. Oh, really? So, yeah. 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 That's I'm really happy that you got to like, end cool. Like Crazy bro. Like, and that's why I said it on the, um, on patty. I said, um, I said, uh, said, so one of the last moments we had, he was smiling ear to ear. He saw his son's name light up in Times Square. Like, literally, the, the day he took me to the airport was the last moment, so I got to see him in person. My billboard was in Times Square, and he got to see that shit, bro. Like, it was, like, a proud moment for him. So I was like, damn, our last moment was official. Like
0: That's like, beautiful. Man, my
1: son is really doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... That's why it's helped me a lot through this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah, Man, that's grinding. beautiful. Yeah.
1: Grinding, bro.
0: And it's paying off, for it, bro, real.
1: Honestly, like, the shit that's going through in my life has been um the push as far as the art, as far as the concepts of the albums. To just be vulnerable and just put it on wax, bro.
0: That's not... Uh, people think that you have to be, like, fucking...
1: Everybody wanna be tough it's and all like, this fucking selling dope shit. Like we all did that shit. But tell your story, bro. Let people know who you are. Be you know honest. Like be honest. Be vulnerable with this shit, cause then people can relate to your story. No,
0: the t- the, the, the literally the toughest people I know are the nicest, some friendliest people. Saying, Everyone bro. who's like scared, a scare, like scared, angry. Ain't nobody they more act gangster off.
1: than Conway, the fucking machine and no one's funnier than he called, than me, Con, he called like. me a fucking king he showed love to my man sam <laughs> so the rest of y'all gotta fucking relax for real it's like bro it's like that tough shit it can only get to a certain extent because you could go to any city you could think you're the toughest motherfucker always gonna be somebody tougher than you you know what i'm saying it's always gonna be yeah. someone that got that shit not all the way there and he'll try you on some crazy shit you know what, yeah. what i'm saying so that shit can only lead you so far, dead or in jail, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been close to dead and I've been in jail, and that shit is whack, bro. That shit ain't nothing to be proud of, bro. Like, being behind that bar, like, you can only get so far. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can study and get your knowledge up, but you can only grow so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I got two two kids, so I can't be in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, none. Nah, you want to teach give the them- knowledge to them, bro.
0: You're trying to teach something, create something for them, man. And you are like, and you're grinding and it's, and you know, it might take longer. It always takes longer than you think, but then
1: Then, then, selling out for the,
0: but then when that shit happens, you're like, it feels like nothing. It feels like no time passed. It's like, that's the, you got to enjoy the grind. That's what I've been telling myself is like
1: when you're in the struggle, bro, that's what I call it.
0: It's a beautiful struggle, beautiful struggle, bro, man. That's great for
1: real beautiful struggle bro that's that's what it is bro because it's like we go through the ups and downs on the way up and it's just people fall off people don't believe in the vision but as long as you know what the fuck you bring to the table you know your worth bro can't nobody tell you shit because that's all that matters well, i know, you know how people many family who family members fronted on me and then they see the times square shit or they see the buster rhyme shit or they see the mc search oh I always believed in you i'm proud of you i'm like the fuck out of here yo <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like it is what it is. It comes with the game. But like I just I fuck with people who keep it authentic and real from the beginning. Like you, hey, yo, you don't got to be a fan of my music. Respect the grind. Respect the hustle. That, I, I work a lot of motherfuckers, bro. You don't have to like. Yeah, you don't have to listen
0: <laughs> to my shit. But respect don't don't tell me that I'm not working harder yeah, than. Man. of the other motherfuckers out there. With
1: the kids and wifey, just I'm grinding.
0: And that's still work, not working. That's still important. Like that's still you working. You're not fucking off like yeah, yeah. that's the most important bro. thing like family and keeping those relationships mm-hmm. doesn't matter how bro, far I'm you are
1: probably three four hours a day if that if I get it's just you're in the suit till 3 a.m. tonight. Yeah, trying bro. to kick that 24 hours a day we only got bro you gotta utilize I'm the same
0: shit. way I fucking got to New York City at 3 a.m.
1: last I'm night saying, I'm leaving like, I'm gonna I get back to Texas mass at 3 a.m. Like, this morning a lot of people I do like do shit with or reach out to like they don't want to put that work in or they don't want to put that extra you know what i'm saying that extra for that extra step to make shit happen or believe in the vision they want to take what from what everyone's doing and then build their own shit and it's fake cuz it's not who you are you know what i'm no. saying this is the grind like the being nervous right before you go up
0: on stage <laughs> and then killing it like using that energy that's what it's all about it's like mess. Man, and I'll we'll look back at this two five years. We can look back and be like, "Oh shit, can you believe where you were? You're gonna have, you're gonna be in your own studio that's, in New York. We're gonna be fucking bro. lighting up blunts. We're gonna bro. be drinking henny, fucking." I finished my shit. Bro. Oh, I need to finish mine. I'll that's, do it I've been too busy trying it. to think nah, about questions, good, bro. Good, bro. I love you, so bro. Eleven eleven is when it's dropping on all Pottery
1: street. on all platforms through the orchard, Sony. Beautiful man, and can people get the merch? Yeah, Meraki Art. You can get the merch, you could get the physical albums, the vinyls, art prints, gift cards, whatever the fuck, man. Support,
0: support, support. And
1: if you see anything on the site that you want a different color, I can make you a one of one, I can make you bleached copy, I can make you a dyed shit like. This is art, man. Ain't nothing boxed into nothing, man. We do this shit for real. For real. This is this is
0: a good dude, good energy, good artist, you, good bro. musician. Fucking cut from the same cloth. It's the grind. Discipline, Facts. passion. Facts, bro. Man, thank you for
1: coming I on. Salute. You, bro. Thank you for, for having real. me, bro. Like this shit is official. Like I'm uh I'm honored to be a part of this. I'm honored to be on the same platforms as legends. Shouts to La Maki to the big homie, the big king. He's gonna be on here soon. Yeah. And um, yeah, bro. Shouts to you, bro. You killing it. You're about to keep building. Shouts to the homie OT the real. You're gonna come on here soon. Shout out out to Dillinger. I linked that y'all up with him. Like dope ass producer. Keep grinding, He's... bro. We're gonna keep grinding. Like, this is familiar shit, bro. For real. I'm and familiar, again, bro. Again. For real. Shout out Squat Dead Face. Shout out Kip
0: the Fog. Follow right, them. They got all their shit support. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out.